Thanks for joining with us today on our Potter's Hope podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and gives you strength to live out the life that God has for you. Enjoy the message. This morning, I really want to, of course, always do, I want to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. And there's really three things that have been on my mind a lot of part of this week and I've been studying that direction and there's something that I've seen happen in Saul's life King Saul the first king of Israel Samuel anointed him to be king because the people wanted a king they wanted to be like other nations there were three things that I've seen in, in Saul's life and I don't know how I get all this preached out I'll leave that part to him One was, that was one of them. (laughs) One of them was lies. It's that when he had spared Agag in in 1 Samuel 15, which was the king of the Amalekites, and he had spared the best of the sheep and the oxen, when Samuel the prophet came, And he asked him, he said, what have you done, Saul? Had God not commanded you to destroy all of the Amalekites? The Amalekites represent sin in our life. And the thing that we have to do is utterly destroy sin. And the fact of the matter is that is that we have no power within ourselves to do it. But through Jesus Christ. We have power over death, hell, and the grave, and the sin that tries to come against us. So around 1100 B.C., as things are setting up, and the prophet Samuel comes, and Brother Clay, when he says to to Saul, and he starts the conversation, and Saul says, I've utterly destroyed it. I've got rid of it. I've done what God told me to do. The Amalekites representing sin, representing that of those other gods that would pull us away, and then The prophet said, then what is the bleeding of this sheep, bleating of this sheep that I hear in my ears? Saul told a lie. Then when he was asked further, why did you do this? The people, the people made me do it. And see, Saul was anointed. And he said, the people. The next thing that happened in his life was compromise. And he began to compromise the anointing or tried to compromise that which was holy. And instead of listening to God, began to listen to people. And the third thing that we see in Saul's life before he takes his own life is we see him in disguise. He puts a disguise on, and what he does is he goes and he says to those that were with him, he said, seek me out someone that has a familiar spirit, meaning basically, find me a witch. And Saul goes to the witch at Endor, disguised, and he asks her, call me up Saul, or excuse me, call me up Samuel, the prophet had already passed on. And what happened in Saul's life, and we don't realize this, but the anointing of God is so precious. 
I want you to understand today that God never spills any of His oil. It's never just knocked over by accident. You are not anointed by accident. Because if it were an accident, that means that anybody could get under it. But only those that will obey God, only those that are called of God. I'm talking about you, Christian. And when you understand that you are not here, Bill, by accident. You see, because what the world will do, if you're a child and you're an unwanted pregnancy, they'll say that was an accident. What they call an accident, God calls His child. Can I get a witness? God pours it out. He doesn't spill it. It's a humble thing. How many of you believe that you're anointed by God and you're called of God? Raise your hand if you are. Can I tell you, that should humble you. Because today what's happening is that many people that are standing behind pulpits and mics and are standing on platforms that once had the anointing, they still have talent, but they, they don't understand the gift. And what's happened because they've been offered this or offered that, can I tell you, man can offer you a lot, but only God can give you a true anointing. And with that anointing comes Holy Ghost conviction. The kind to where darkness steps out of the way of light. The kind of anointing that shuts a lion's mouth and opens the Red Sea. The kind of anointing that says, I'm going to praise my God. You can make your decree, but I'm going to open my window and I'm going to pray like I've up. There's an anointing. There's an anointing that's released from the holy throne room of God. The world cannot have it, cannot understand it until they realize that God is jealous. I watch people come and go on a regular basis. And when people are offered a microphone, a position, a place. They'll leave a father's house and they'll run off and they'll eat with pigs. I will assure you, I, you can, I want to understand, I want you to understand that I'm a father. And my goal in your life and yours in mine, a father furthers you. He wants you to succeed, not because of your talent, but because for you to understand the anointing of God. Somebody shout, I am anointed to do the work and will of God. What's happened today all across America 
as people have tried to water down the oil of God. You can't water down the anointing. It is what it is, and it will always, always be. Heard an old song the other day that steered my spirit. A song by an old Pentecostal boy said that when I die, let me die speaking in tongues. When I die, let my children know. Let them know where I'm going. Never let there be a doubt. When I die, the old song said, don't let them cry around my grave. Let them shout. Let them dance. Let them sing because they know beyond a shadow of a doubt where you're going. If people have to guess who you're serving today, then they'll have to guess where you're going when you die. The anointing. I read something this week that said this, and Hannah, you heard it yesterday. Death is not a destination. Death is an event. Death to the Christian is a comma, not a period. We have victory over death, hell, and the grave. Can I get an amen and confront? Let there be no room of doubt in anyone's mind. Well, can I tell you something? You need to understand the gospel. Unless a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it cannot bring forth fruit. Why ain't I bearing fruit in my life? Because you're not dead yet. When you are dead in yourself, you are alive in Christ. I love you, but I will assure you, I will not give you place, position, or a mic, or anything else to keep you here. If the love called you here, the love will keep you here. I will assure you, don't waste your breath and my time. I believe that we are called, that we are anointed to fulfill the purpose and the plan of an almighty God. But it, Y'all say he got a vendetta. I'm sick of the world's recruiters. I'm sick. What happened to Saul was simply this. You disobeyed God. You begin to lie. You begin to compromise. And in the end, you'll wear the disguise. Saul chased the anointing only never to get it again. It's everywhere, Clay. I'm going to tell you this. You better know that you're part. Of, I'm not talking just about Potter's Hope. I'm not talking about First Baptist. I'm not talking about all these wonderful men of God that are in this community. I'm not talking about them separating churches. I'm talking about us being one body in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? I'm talking about a mighty army and an anointing. But don't you threaten me. 
I'll guarantee you right now, if you say, I don't get to do this or I'm gone, hit it. Love you. Love you. This pulpit didn't cost me, but it cost him something. Jesus didn't, he didn't die on the cross for this microphone. He died on the cross so the word would get out and get in to people's life. The anointing. The anointing that steers the heart of the lost, that calls out to the unbeliever. And brings them to a place of belief. The anointing. That is the passion of an almighty God. That makes devils run. And saints cry. And preachers preach. And revivals come. And stones roll away. I'm talking about the anointing. I'm talking about an anointing that says I'll march around it six days. But the anointing said on the seventh day, I'll shout with an anointing and the walls will come. I'm talking about an anointing. I'm talking about the kind of anointing that the world cannot give you. The world can give you position. It can give you place, but it can't give you the presence of God. The anointing. Guard what you got. People, the world can't understand you. Hell hates you. But God is for you. The anointing. The anointing that says be healed. The anointing that says in me you are whole. The anointing that says I am your peace when all hell is breaking loose. The anointing. I've come too far. Go back. Hell, every day. Listen, does it come at me, Lisa? It comes at my birthright. Hell comes at your birthright. To those that are born of God, you have the kingdom of God. And and with the kingdom of God, you have the full arsenal and or authority of God. You have the power over demons. You have power. You have victory over hell that comes at your mind. We are His. Hallelujah. And He is ours. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that with that anointing, there's the word coming to life that says, Greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. With that anointing, there's an almighty God. It comes with promise. According to Acts chapter 1, that promise that they were waiting for could only come after his passion. And his passion and his will was to do God's work. And it was to die on the cross. 
so that we could form a group of, of brothers or sisters that are just that by name and not by blood. No, he died on the cross so that we could be free and understand liberty. He took all my sin to the depths of the dirt and to the depths of the grave. Hell tries to hand me a shovel every day of my life. It says, dig up your past and dig up those bones. Can I tell you, I throw that shovel right back in the face of Satan and say, listen here. There's only one grave robber. You couldn't stop him and you can't stop. to praise him and declare with me today he didn't stop Jesus and there's an anointing there's an anointing you're not some weak wimp you are a child of the almighty God The anointing. The anointing that comes in the middle of the night when hell tries to wreck your mind and tells you you've never made a difference and you won't make another one. The enemy that comes in the middle of darkness, why? Because he's scared of the light. But can I tell you, Listen, because of the anointing, it may take a minute for my eyes to open, but light is guarding me even in the midst of darkness. I got a God that's watching over me even when I sleep because he never slumbers. I am holy because he is holy. I have no righteousness in myself. The anointing declares it. Because I am covered by the blood and I am anointed because of the oil of the Holy Ghost. I am, I am a child of God. I'm more than a number that the Census Bureau says take. I'm more than somebody in a line at Walmart. I am more than this and I'm more than that. I am his and not the world's. Can I get a witness? I am anointed. Brenda, you are anointed. Every time the enemy has come at your mind and says, I'll wreck your hip, I'll wreck your back, I'll do every bit of this. Can I tell you something? You know you are anointed. You, has God healed you? Let's give God some praise. I am His. Anybody in here that's ever stood behind a piano or a microphone, you need to hear me right now. You included. You're no different. The moment... You sacrifice, mm, the moment you seek yourself, God will remove his anointing. Birthrights are sold all over the land today. If God give you a call, there's a cause behind it. Hear me, everybody in this place.
you are anointed. You are called by an almighty God to do amazing things. To do things that will absolutely not only shake heaven, but will shake the earth. Because you are anointed. I ain't turning back. Because there ain't nothing to go back to. For those of you that are on the fence today, choose. Choose. Choose who you're going to serve. Choose who you're going to serve. So that's choose. Because you're in and out, it's confusing. Choose this day who you will serve. How many will agree with me right now and say, I am anointed? Mike, when hell hits you tomorrow morning and tells you you can't, you don't need to have a lengthy dialogue with hell because it's not even worth a debate. Because the Word of God says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm not going to turn back. Come on. I'm not turning back. I'm not turning back. Not much do I Pedal, Jenny. Pedal. Pedal for me. The offer will always be there. The Word of God says in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 15, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Jesus speaking that. We would call that part of the Sermon on the Mount. 
There's never been a time to where we have seen such deceit and deception. Jenny's going to finish this in a moment. You can be seated for just a second. I want to share something with you. Today what's happened is this, is that Asher, that, that many have used the pulpit for gain. You're thinking the same thing that I am. Who can I believe anymore? Has that crossed anybody's mind? Who can we believe? People say, you got to believe in Trump. you got to believe in Biden. <laughs> it's hiding. <laughs> you got to believe in this. you got to believe in that. You have to believe in Jesus Christ and Him alone. I will tell you, if you think it's mixy and messy now, can't wait till November. I can't wait till five minutes from now. I don't know what God's going to do. Can I get a witness? Quit worrying about what's going to happen in the world and start celebrating what's happening in the kingdom. Do you realize? The offer will always be there, Jeff. The very things that I spoke to you about lies, compromise, and disguise, the very thing, we're seeing it today. You will believe a lie before you will believe the truth. Why? Because the truth, the truth demands change if you're not living it. A lie will allow you to keep living the same way you are. The first person you need to be true to is you right now. You know where you're living and who you're living for. God, I remember the words of, of the great evangelist Steve Hill that he could speak three words and it would crumble a sinner's heart to the point where they say, I am undone. Why? Because of the anointing. When that word is spoke with power and preached with power, and that anointing that is in it, it makes every saint shout and every sinner cringe and run to the place where they can receive forgiveness. The offer's always been there. The offer to cheat, the offer to lie, the offer to do what is ungodly. We're not done. I'm not turning back. Here's what happens in the world. and I got a lot of pages and notes that I, I don't feel comfortable. I don't think I'm going to get to them today. Here's what the world does. It's just simple. Stephen, would you like these? Stay with me. I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm going to show you. Come on up here. You want them? You can have them. Hold them right there a minute. Go ahead and take it. Let me tell you what the world's doing to you. The world's saying you can have it, but there's strings attached. What God gives you, He gives you freely because He loves you. Stay with me. Stay with me. 
Isn't it amazing how that the world now is doing away with the man and the inner city? Isn't it crazy where they put the Planned Parenthood sites? Let's put them in the poverty-stricken areas because we don't have gas money to get there to abort the baby. And by the way, if you'll do that, I'll give you this. But there's a string attached. God gives you authority. Come on. God gives you authority. The world wants control. You need to hear me really good. My question is this. Do you want what the world's got? Or do you want what God's got? I ask him if he's okay. The world will say, and this is how they fish. I got your government check. Have another child. Do we better wake up. You better hear me. The world is going to continually put it out there. In the kingdom, there's no strings attached. Can I get a witness? Church. The lies, the compromise. We'll give you this, but you got to give me that. This pulpit's not for sale. And neither is your seat. Can I get a witness in this house? You are here today. Bill, I'm assured you are here today because you want the truth. You're here today because you need the truth. And I need it too. But listen to me. Listen to me. It's getting so mixy that it's hard to discern in this time that we are living in. Beware the disguise. Beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. They're like ravening wolves. Today, When the word says, I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause division and offenses. Romans 16, 17, contrary to the doctrine which you've learned and avoid them. Mark those that cause division. Mark those that say that Jesus was just a man. Mark those that say that he wasn't born of a virgin or a virgin birth. Mark those that cause division within the church. And don't just do that, but avoid them. 
For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good works and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Good words and fair speeches are not God words and faith speeches. Where is somebody that will build a platform in the United States of America that is looking to be in Congress or even to be president that will stand and say, I believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, and I believe he's the only thing that will change. Where is that man? We can't do that. We can't get a vote. You're not voted into heaven. The truth of the matter is, is because the cry of the people, we can't follow him. We can't follow this. You can't preach about marriage in the way God intended. You'll lose a vote. You can't. You can't tell everybody. You can't preach against abortion. Nobody will vote for you. You can't do this. You can't do that. I can't. Good words and fair speeches deceive the heart of the simple. Free health care. Free education. I'm going to mess a bunch of my, my people up right here. I'm not against free health care. i got to tell you right now, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with the whole thing. I don't. I believe if you're sick, man, can I tell you something? You better believe I want to help you get well. You better believe. Evidently, I, I, I thought that my taxes were getting taken out to help people. And not for a bunch of bureaucracy and mess. Can I tell you something? I ain't all up about saving your owl in a tree that's in danger. I ain't all about that. I'm about seeing people get to Jesus and about people getting saved. That's what I'm about. And we got people that, and, and y'all ain't going, I know you don't like me when I do this, but I'm being real. How can you get thrown in jail? For leaving a puppy on the side of a road and you can kill a baby in a womb and not get. For those of you that are mad, listen, I'll send you to where the puppy's at or whatever. Don't, don't be upset by me. Free education. Stay with me, this is important. It's what we're hearing now. I, I want that one to give me free education. I want, you to, I want this to be etched in your soul. I wrote this down about free education. If it doesn't cost anything, what's it really worth? If it doesn't cost anything, what's it really worth? Free college tuition. Why is that real popular right now? Why is the world? And listen, I understand about help. I, we understand all that. We got one that's starting college. We got one. We understand that. But if we say we can't afford for him to go to college and he don't want to pay the bill, guess what? Get them hands busy. busy be a plumber. Be an electrician. Do something worthwhile. Why are they saying, let me tell you, let's make free college. Why? So you can sit under. A liberal, worldly, ungodly, immoral, God-hating professor. No thanks. No thanks. There's strings attached. 
know also that in the last time, perilous times will come. Having a form of godliness, church, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Ian, that's where I was. There's an anointing. There's a power that comes from an almighty God. Asher, unto the pure, all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. There's nothing sacred anymore. Jesus is your homie, not your holy. Come down off the cross, Jesus. If you were God, you could do it. If you were who, you said you did it. You did this, you did that. Why don't you come on down? People are still doing it today. They want to bring him down to your level. He, he came to your level once. To save you. He come, he come the first time as the spotless Lamb of God. But when He comes back, He will be the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He will not come back the second time. Make no mistake. Every eye will see him, and only those that know him will be caught away with him as that know him as Lord and Savior. Power, listen, the form of godliness, but denying the power. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him. Being abominable, disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. Oh, we know God. He's awesome. Here, let me, let me smoke some of that joint. Here, give me this. Give me, give me, give me this. Huffing, puffing, smoking, doping. Living like hell. Wiving, conniving. You name it. Oh, I know God. He's all right, man. He's cool. No, he's holy. And evidently, you don't know the same God I know. Same way you didn't come up into my mama's, listen, same way you didn't come up in my mama's living room and those hardwood floors with dirty feet, you don't come in. For of this sort are they led, 2 Timothy 3, 6, for of this sort they which creep into houses and lead captive. Same passage there in 2 Timothy, you're familiar with it. These deceitful workers, false prophets, having a form of godliness but denying the power. It's these, for of this sort, they creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with lust, led away with divers' lust. Ladies, no offense to you, and I mean that. The word silly there means foolish. You don't need a man. I'll tell you right now, you don't need a man. You need a husband. You need a husband that thinks like God, that prays to God, and believes God. You need a man of God. Don't you dare settle. Don't listen to me, young ladies in this place. Don't you dare settle. Don't you dare let hell tell you better jump on that train. It's the last one coming. You let that train go on by and let God bring a glory train by and you get on his train. We'll provide for you. 
The abortion clinics that are in the poorest of neighborhoods promoting, promoting self and sex while denying the husband and wife relationship. Providing, we'll provide you housing, but we won't provide you a home. Wake up. By the way, I'm not mad at anybody in here. I just hate hell. I hate hell and I hate the lies that are being that are being told right now to God's people and you're believing a lie. You are a child of God. That's about the third time. Can I get a witness in here? You don't have to believe a lie. Young ladies and young men, put it in your mind right now. I would rather go through this life single than to be yoked to hell and an unbeliever. God's got somebody for everybody. Start with Him. And let Him do the rest. I ain't turning back, Jenny. We're almost there. Hang on. For I fear. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12, 20, that when I come, I'll not find you such as I would. That I'll be found with you such as would not, lest there be debates, envying, wrath, strifes, backbiting, whispering, swellings, tumults, and the list goes on and on. He said, I'm afraid that when I come, I'm going to see people debating. I ain't even got time to debate with people anymore. He's God, and I'm not, and you're not either. He's holy, and none of us are without Him. I'm almost done. I think. First Timothy 4 1. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. First John 4 1. I got a parenthetical here in my word to tie in with this scripture. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Many false prophets are gone out into the world. Tying back to 1 Timothy 4.1, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, apostasy. Church, I beseech you, these are Paul's words, but they couldn't be more clear today. God, let them come across my lips right. Now we beseech you, brethren. By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto Him. That you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled. Neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us. As that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man, say no man. Deceive you by any means. By any means. Don't let them buy you. Don't let them threaten you. Don't let them cheat you. By any means. Don't let any man deceive you. The word says. For that day shall not come. Except. Alvin the word says. There comes a falling away first. That apostasy. And that man of sin be revealed, the sin or the son of perdition. You're being challenged like no other generation. 
in this regard that has ever been challenged within recent history and memory. Who are you going to serve, church? Holy Ghost of God. Flood your people with your holy presence. Give us courage to stand. Passion to fight. And the surety of victory. Bringing us on the understanding that this world is not our home. Holy Spirit in this place. Convict all of us for every lie we've believed. Every lie we've lived. Forgive us of the opportunity and the opportunities that we've shunned to share your gospel. And Holy Ghost, give us the boldness to reach one. Holy Spirit, bring us to a a place of conviction like we've not known before. And let that conviction become our convictions and our foundation to not just speak the word, but to spread the word with all clarity and fullness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Today, as you're there in your seat, commitment commitment I would ask how many of you are born again in this place hands no doubt would go up everywhere but how many of you could say that I'm committed to Christ and I'm committed to the cause No one looking around. How many of you could say that, Lord, today I see that I need to be more committed to you than ever before? Would you lift your hand all over the house, all over the house? I want to be committed. What's that look like? That looks like somebody sold out. Somebody that says, I'm going to follow you, Lord. Those of you that lifted your hands, come ahead on. Come ahead on. And let's pray at this altar.
The Word of God says, commit your works unto the Lord. All over, maybe your first, second, third time here, all over this house. If you're here today and you're lost, come give it to Him. Commit. 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 Are there more? Commit. 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 Almost everybody raised your hand when you were saying you needed to be and you were anointed. How many of you want another outpouring of that anointing? Would you raise your hand? I'm going to invite you now to come. Come on. Come on. Come up here to this altar and let's believe that God's going to pour it out. Lord, I need a refilling. I need an infilling. God, I need more of you. Everybody all over the house, those commitments that you have, commit now unto the Lord and say, Lord, I need you. That anointing, when we was preaching on that anointing, that's what steered you. That's what you have to have in these last days. If you're here today and you say, Brother Wayne, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I couldn't wait to get to you and neither can he. God loves you. God's crazy about you. Come and give your life to Jesus. Ask Him to forgive you. Whether you're watching online, on the radio, wherever this is reaching you at, bow down right there where you are, maybe beside your radio, maybe you're in your car, pull over, maybe you're at home watching online, get down beside the couch, the chair, wherever, and give your life fully and 100% to God. Don't just say, take part of me. Take all of my sins. Wash me. Make me whole. Jenny, I told him we would. So the second part of I'll not turn back. Keep praying. Keep praying. No job was
the anointing. If you have it, you must guard it. Saul shows us in the Old Testament, and I know this will, I don't know, I just want to tell you, I know the gifts and callings of the Lord are without repentance, I understand that. But the anointing is not what you get, it's what you guard. I will assure you, there are people continually throwing their pearls before the swine. We blame it on the people we're throwing it at. From a mentor and a friend to all of us that still speaks, don't waste your oil. Speak to those. Gather those that are looking for the blessing, that are looking to encourage, that are looking to be used. The Word of God says, test the spirits. You better. In order for that to happen, Jenna, in order for us to understand that, you've got to understand and be empowered by the Holy Spirit to discern other spirits that will come. Church today, beware. There'll always be an offer. I'll say this, I've said it before. Within the first six months of coming here, you're almost, I'm, on, I'm, I'm real close. Within the first six months of coming here, I remember somebody coming to me and saying, we want you to be part of the five-fold ministry. We want you to be our evangelist. We're going to send you to Alabama. We're going to send you to Mississippi. We're going to send you here. We're going to send you there. I was flattered. And the first thought in my mind, I'm very transparent. I thought, wow. Hmm. Then the Holy Ghost checked me so quick and said that hit your head, but it didn't hit your heart. You stay grounded in me. Do not give away or sell your anointing or your birthright. Hell knocks at your door almost every day trying to take your birthright, doesn't he, Rick? I'm anointed. I say that with all humility. I don't even understand why. But you need to leave here thinking, mm -mm, believing the same thing. You are anointed child of God. You are anointed to do great things for Him. I want to bless you. Lord, today with our hands open.
ready to receive. God, today, let us receive the things that are of you. Jesus, you gave us hope so we could be hope. You're increasing our faith so that we can increase the faith of others. God, with my hands out and my heart to you. Somebody believe this with me. Say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a child of God. I am made in your image. Satan hates me. But he is defeated in Jesus' name. I have power. I have victory. Because your word says it. And I believe it. I am a child of God. I am anointed for your will and for your purpose. And I believe that in Jesus' name. Give God praise in this house today. Give God praise in this house today.